0: Locked on Rays, your
1: daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, the Locked on Rays podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, at locked on Rays. you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at locked on raise, and you can email us locked on at gmail.com. In fact, if you have a topic idea or something you'd like us to discuss, we are all ears. Email us locked on raise at gmail.com. It's lockout season, so we might need some topics at some point. We try to be as creative as we can, but uh, shout out to Stephen Rains for sending us a great email and giving us some possibilities of some Rays-related and baseball-related things we can talk about. So don't be don't be bashful or shy about. Oh well, they ignore? No. we read everything and we try to respond to everything and we try to incorporate. We're, we're very responsive, I guess you could say to our listenership out there. So if, if and, and it want, doesn't even
0: have to be like content ideas, it can also, well, actually content ideas, uh, that'd be, that'd be preferred. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like I'm saying, like trivia, for example, uh, you know, I just got a, 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 a one trivia question that I'm going to post to you, uh-huh. uh, by Austin Holloway. So anything really that you want to be on this platform, uh, that is a PG 13, uh, uh-huh. then we, we should be good. You know, the R rated stuff, uh. We'll leave that for the anti-social media. Yeah, we will. Yes.
1: Um, so it's interesting because today we were supposed to do or expected to do a player review of Manny Margot, but we've generated quite a bit of scuttlebutt and conversation regarding yes. our grades and evaluations of Brandon Lau. Yeah, we have. Uh, you gave him an eighty-seven, a B plus. Yes, I gave him a ninety-five, a Solid straight a. a, straight A. Yeah. Uh, and that includes the regular season in the postseason. And we can deduct from those grades that we provided that you docked him quite a bit for the lousy postseason performance. Well, I didn't take all that much into account
0: of it. Or I Which surprised it. me yeah. because guess what? I got intern McGee uh-huh. to pull up some past grades from he's still Kevin in the toilet Misk. that's the problem well before he went into the toilet once yes. again he told me you rated randy rosarena a 2020 guy at 92 a minus uh-huh. Wander franco at 97 kittrich 97 glass 88 uh-huh that doesn't make sense to me because you're saying Brandon Lau almost as good as All-Star Kittrich and Wonderboy and Glassnow, The biggest doc that you gave him was he wasn't healthy and didn't provide innings in the postseason. I said where, you- where is the, pro- the production from Tyler Glassnow is equal to that of Brandon Lau in the postseason. They both did Zilch.
1: No, with Tyler Glass, now we only played half the season. At least Brandon Lau played the entire regular season. And let me just put this to rest Who led the team in war?
0: Brandon Lau led the team in war. Who was the team that had the most regular season wins in 2017? Come again? Exactly. Nobody remembers who had the most regular wins in 2017. But if I ask you who was the World Series champion in 2017, you know who that is bang bang I, I just don't understand how you give a, the guy who finished 10th in the american league mvp voting a b plus a b plus i can tell you why because you remember that at the world series champions of 2017 is the houston astros you don't remember the regular season best team out there just like people remember the postseason it has a, a certain weight the regular season does not equal The postseason so when when you talk about what a guy that is the mvp top 10 mvp vote getter the the guy who leads the team in war and he does nothing in the playoffs you got to deduct some points there you can't just give that guy who failed in the playoffs an a still so you're
1: going to deduct him that much for four games instead of what
0: he did over the course of 150 those four games matter more than Half a season. Okay.
1: I am very curious to see what you're going to grade Shane McClanahan. I'm very curious to see what you're going to grade Mike Zanino. Stay tuned. Because let's not forget what uh, Shane McClanahan did in game four. Let's not. And if you're going to blame Kevin Cash on that one, that's fine. But you also blame
0: Kevin Cash for going to the well
1: with Brandon Lau.
0: I'm not going to leave all of my, my McClanahan bits here, but I will say this. I also remember a game one from Shane McClanahan, and he did pretty well. When did Brandon Lau did pretty well in the playoffs? Game one, he hit the ball hard four times. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Stop it. He Stop reached on an air, didn't he? Look, oh, my goodness. I'm just going to say this. People on, on, on Instagram, we put this out there. What do you think it should be? An 87 or a 95? 80% of people lean towards that B+, plus, towards that 87 20% lean towards the 95. I think race fans understand he had a terrific regular season, but the playoffs matter most. The playoffs matter most. So, at the end of the day, you can't just give a guy who did a 0 for 18 an A and 95. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Wow. So, say
1: Brandon Lau had a season like Reid Brnyck in the regular season but went off like Randy Arena, 2020 in the postseason, what grade would you give him in that case?
0: In this hypothetical, that doesn't mean anything. Yes. I would probably give him a 78 C plus. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, again, like if he had an F type of regular season, but he goes off and he helps the team, I'm going to give him a passing grade. Of course. Of course. Again, it, it, the playoffs matter more than the regular season, no matter which way you cut it. And Evan Klosky was on here talking about Corey Kluber. He said, it'll be worth it if he can put innings in October. Playoffs matter more than the regular season. You got to give a little bit of a weighted average on, on October performance. The lights are brightest. They know it. We all know it. More Better competition. I mean, how could it not be graded more heavily? And I'll say this to end it. Okay. Just because... I say eighty-seven, and you say ninety-five. That doesn't mean that one of us is right and one of us is wrong. Honestly, what is probably the the, the right uh, grade would be the average of those
1: two. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe an A minus. I would. I would. I really need to
0: give him at least a ninety. At least a ninety. I, I can. I can, ninety. I can. I can. I can be. Okay. I can go to sleep tonight with a ninety from both of us. I just, me personally, I would give him the eighty-seven. Uh, Some comments here from listeners because they
1: provided some grades as well. Uh, Alex Molin says, including would like to be an 89 without the postseason, like a 97 or so. Uh, R Hill says, solid B. His offensive numbers are good. He is a good clubhouse guy, and he is serviceable defensively. This is even with the lackluster postseason performance. I agree with you that Cash should have done something to help him out in the post. He was obviously not himself. Noah Worley says his inability to hit when it matters most is close to unforgivable. I blame Cash for refusing to move him down in the order, but can't ignore the inability to produce in the postseason. And Jake Stokes says he's the kid that got straight A's all year, then overslept and missed the exam. A minus regular season, F postseason, D minus overall. See you next semester, kid. Was that Jake? Jake
0: Stokes. Yeah. Dang. Jake has a, you think I'm harsh because I'm giving him an 87, a B plus. Yeah. That's harsh.
1: I guess he probably, you know, failed the first quarter too. If we want to look back at the regular season. Uh, and then Walter Rosado says, I would have to go with Kevin's grade. I feel Brandon definitely got an A Ulysses. You definitely bring a great point about the playoff struggles, but he played every day. We can't say that about most of the Rays players. Hopefully next time he does well. His playoff struggles are reminding me a lot about A-Rod when he went to the Yankees, but it eventually clicked back in 09. Hopefully 2022 is the year for Brandon. Great job, guys.
0: Uh yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, 2022 is that oh nine. Yeah, like A-Rod did, and, and he finally explodes. I mean, you again, uh, I think it's it's nothing to sneeze at that 120 plate appearances. I mean that that's it's, it's again with talking about postseason, you're never going to have a a a Jeter type sample size, right? Like that's just doesn't happen. So what you have is what you have. Uh, hopefully, you know he can turn it around next year with with more at bats. And I don't know, maybe maybe uh, he can get that monkey off his back because it's a, it's starting to you know probably weigh on him a lot, man. Maybe what Brandon Lau needs going into next postseason is a huge
1: case, a truckload of built bars. Maybe that'll get him on the right page. Uh,
0: yes, but you know, remember, it's the season of peace and love, Kevin. So that means you do not bring up your favorite built bar flavor at family gatherings. Are you going to do that, Kevin? <sighs> You're not I probably will, because I'm the joker. I like stirring things up. I like chaos. I like anarchy. <sighs> you, you like you like uh, putting 95s on people that go over for 18. I like
1: putting 95s on guys that lead the team in war oh and uh, finish 10th in AL MVP voting.
0: Well, I hit
1: 39 home runs from the second
0: base spot. I will tell you this. Uh, if you want to get Brennan Lau uh, some built bars that he can maybe utilize next October, you got to go to built.com. You go to built.com and you choose all of your flavors. You pick your favorite one. You again, you guys, it, it's cold outside you know, Florida cold. Uh, so that means 72 degrees mm-hmm. and uh, you can dip them in hot cocoa. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of hot chocolate. Now I dip them, I dip them. That's my dessert. You got to try it. It's delicious. So again, go to built.com. You use promo code locked 15 and you get 15% off your order. Just like Brandon Lau can get a discount on his player review grade by 15% off because he didn't do anything in the playoffs. So go today to built.com, use promo code LOX15 and get yourself 15% off on your order for built bars at built.com. We also want to tell you about Fantrax. Fantrax
1: is the most customizable MLB fantasy platform in the industry. Offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. Create or join a fantasy baseball commissioner league, invite your friends, and dominate your draft this season. It's also the top dynasty fantasy baseball platform in the industry, uh, Fantrax invites you to sign up today for free. And if you do, you'll be entered to win an official MLB signed Fernando Tatis Jr. baseball. Just simply go to slash locked on and use the promo code Tatis when you sign up. To be eligible to win again, fantracks.com, f a n t r a x.com slash locked on, L O C K E D O N, the promo code. Hope you know how to spell Fernando Tatis Jr.'s last name, Tatis. Enter that promo code, T A T I S, and you can be eligible to win. Uh, okay, Ulysses, a couple other things uh, before we move off the Brandon Lau's subject, we will eventually get to uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, possibly looking at paying for a new spring home. Brissado, uh, who sent us that very nice email uh, the other day regarding Brandon Lau's grade, also gives us a little bit of a prop bet. We we love prop bets. So yeah, we do. Uh, if you want to send us one of those, we are more than... Uh, Happy to oblige, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. But his uh, pertains to uh, Brandon Lau and when he could reach the 100-career homer plateau. So his question is, prop bet, do you think Brandon Lau will reach 100 career home runs before the 2022 All-Star break? Barring no delay in the season. Right now, I should note, Brandon Lau has 76 career homers, not including the postseason.
0: So I looked this up. Uh This season, it took him 113 games to reach 25 bombs. Okay. 113. So that's August 10th. Was that 113 played or was he... uh...
1: 113
0: games that, that... that he played it okay. okay so uh all-star game would be tough mm. he would really have to go on a tear. yeah I I so no I'm not I, I'm 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 gonna say no to before all-star game but for sure uh he would he would cross the the century mark um I, w- I would put it by by the same amount of time August 10th August 15th yeah. mid-august I think he should get 25 bombs
1: so how many games are played before you get to the All-Star break? About 90? About 90, Is yeah. that right?
0: 90, 95, yeah. Sometimes so 100, I think.
1: essentially 24 home runs in 90 to 95 games, and that's assuming he plays in every single one of those games. Yeah, it's tough. That's a lot. You basically have to be on a pace for 42,
0: 44 home runs. And we're talking about a guy who has n- never not been. Yeah. Let me say that again. We're talking about a guy who's always been streaky. Yes, hot and cold. So you're you're asking a guy who's extremely hot, extremely cold to go. Uh, oof, no, no, four yeah. months, four months without a cold streak. Like we know that he can go on, right? No, nope.
1: and I wonder if he's a better second half player than a first half player. That might have to be something to be looked at. There's not a huge sample size over the last couple of years. All we can really do is definitely look at 2021, and it took him, took him quite a bit, a bit to get heated up and i wonder little conspiracy theory idea here i wonder if he's a guy that just needs a lot of reps a lot of reps a lot of reps consistently to get and find his groove more so than other players because we talk about the postseason how bad it was Mm -hmm. uh and i know it's not a huge layoff but the rays didn't play for three days yeah and then having to go into a high intense environment and atmosphere of alds action not an easy thing to do you can only replicate uh stuff so much on in, in a batting cage or, yeah. or off a tee but once you get into some sometimes it takes a little bit to, yeah. to get like if you're playing golf once a week you're you're probably going to struggle at it you got you got to work at it every day and brandon Lau comes off to me as a guy that really has to work at it yeah. every single day and, and and i think that's probably part of the reason why he's put at the top of the order so he can see as many pitches and get as many
0: opportunities as possible he said it you know in the past too when he's had struggles that he overthinks too much too he overanalyzes yeah. uh his, his stance his hands his feet so that that means that he's looking at every tiny little thing after every at-bat what's mm-hmm. going on so any any t- type of um of three four days off yeah he would just be going the wheels are turning mm-hmm. like okay what should i do with my hands and all that so it's tough especially you know when you when you talk about race players um and in this guy, case brandon when do you ever get to see the trop like that uh as lit as it is in the playoffs yeah it's it's very it's few and far between and I, I, we can say that it's you know we know you know most of the time the trop is not bumping like it is in october october is special for for race fans because we see what we all we can all do when we're a fandom and, and we all go into that building uh but brandon doesn't really have that can
1: brandon allow not handle the moment do his palms get a little more sweaty i think when there's thirty thousand 35,000 whether it's screaming for you or against you uh
0: maybe maybe okay i mean i, I get i mean look there are some guys i'm looking at uh, uh brett phillips here Mm-hmm. The moment is not too big for them. Like they, they, they thrive on it. Sometimes. Future pro wrestler Brett Phillips, if he wanted to be, or hype man, <laughs> announcer, something along those lines. I mean, but some guys just, just, just can't, uh, can't do it. I hope that's not the case for Brandon, but it's, it's, you know, something to watch out for, I guess. Yes,
1: it is. So uh, I guess we can't really
0: take that prop bet we could i mean as i guess we can say no but i
1: mean if it's a wash if we both agree that it's a no yeah i just think that would be really
0: really but you know what to do let me turn it around on walter walter do you think he's going to do it yeah uh because if you do again if you give us a prop bet and you win it against us guess what you're on the show we we've always said that you give us a prop bet we see it through the whole regular season and you get it right and we get it wrong. Boom! Yeah, you get yourself on the show. So that happened to uh, Jesus. That's true. So, yeah, and if you want to send uh, send us a comment or a prop
1: bet or a question, we keep them voice memo form. You can do that, and we'll. Yes, if you want to hear your voice literally on yeah. the program. Uh, we will give you that opportunity to do that. Uh, okay, moving along here, we got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, so be sure to head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. Again, promo code On at bet online bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And it's where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, we're finally getting down. We got a little more, a little more stadium update, a little more stadium wrinkle, if you will, as uh, there's been multiple reports now from the Tampa Bay times and our partner, Channel 10 WTSP that the Tampa Bay Rays are looking or checking out Pasco County as a possible spring home, either for a training complex or more at some point in the future as uh, the Ebor City stuff uh, goes forward. So that that could be a possibility where you have a new stadium in Ebor. And you have some sort of train complex in Pasco. Uh,
0: Honestly, as a Hillsborough County resident, that would be the dream. A North Hillsborough County resident, like
1: very close to the Pasco line. We're talking three and a half miles. If you see a locked on race sticker (laughs) driving around New Tampa you give us a little wave you may you, know who it is
0: you you might you might see the driver yeah uh look it's that would be the dream man are you kidding me like 20 minute drive to ebor to watch your 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 regular season hopefully 81 games <laughs> and then you can drive up another 20 minutes and you can have spring training i mean that's uh that that's best case yeah. scenario that that would be lovely man I would really appreciate that. You know, who wouldn't appreciate it? Is those folks down there in Sarasota or Charlotte? That was Bay. one of my
1: first thoughts. Is they man, be, Charlotte's getting screwed over yeah. and over again.
0: They here. they lose their 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 minor league affiliation. They might lose their the the spring training uh, yeah. facility. That would really suck for for those folks down there. And I think their lease ends in twenty twenty eight. Ironically, I thought they bought that place. No, maybe they didn't. Well, maybe no, no. I'm I'm wrong. Okay. Uh,
1: either way, there's some sort of deadline there, but okay, I, it only makes sense, I think, to have your training complex whether it's in Pasco, Pinellas, Hillsborough, just somewhere closer than Charlotte County, if your stadium is going to be in Ebor. It doesn't make I, any sense how it is this right now. Yeah, it, wasn't there an instance where like Chris Mazza was. Rehabbing, yes. In Port Charlotte, and the Rays called. Hey, can you make the 4 p.m. game at the drop? And you like dude had to fishing. drop everything and make that drive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. That's. Not, I mean, it look, look. And, and if the game is at 7 p.m., I know you usually got to get there like at 1 p.m., mm-hmm. 2 p.m. If you're coaching staff or you know a, a player, um, dude, your morning could be at Pasco County. Yeah, checking out the injured guys, checking out the Nick Andersons, the young right. and all them, working with them in in, in in that complex, and then doing the 40-minute the drive down to ebor, which is nothing. So I, I, yeah. I think that would just bring everything together in a nice little bow. Now, it's very pretty, which makes me feel like it would be tough to get it done. Really, how so? I feel like best-case scenarios in life usually don't happen. Maybe that's just a defeatist uh, perspective here, but... It's just too pretty and and, and too tailor made that are, you know, for it to happen, I think.
1: I don't know. I think that these reports coming out means there's something moving along. And and here's the time to, if you're the raise, here's the time to grease hands. Here's the time Mm -hmm. to develop relationships because the state legislature has a lot of. Power and a lot of involvement with Pasco County when you're talking about the Senate president mm-hmm. being from Trilby, Wilton yeah. Simpson. And there's a lot of other guys that uh have a lot of pool with Governor Ron DeSantis. Danny Burgess is another one from Zephyr Hills, Randy Maggard. I mean, this is, I, I mean, this would be huge. We're not getting into politics here, but Ron DeSantis has been in Pasco County several times in the last couple months. So, yeah, he, th- there could be an avenue. And, you know, it's funny because when I first saw this report about the Rays looking at Pasco County as a, as a new spring home, it's something that we had sort of talked about in the past of, you know, where's the best location for a stadium. And, and I know this isn't a stadium that would be in Pasco County per se, but we thought Wesley Chapel wouldn't be a bad location with the growth, the massive growth that is coming there and the land being a little bit cheaper there. And um, it's already, it's so funny because if, if you go back and and reported this headline to me 10, 15 years ago, I would say, really? Pasco County, <laughs> nudist capital of the world, uh, <laughs> pill mills, uh, meth labs, that, that's what we're doing here. But no, oh. they have really changed and grown and evolved. And they're really, yeah. they, they've sort of modeled themselves as the youth and amateur sports capital of the world. And they've done a very good job with that. But they're almost becoming so big and have been so successful that uh, a lot of professional sports outlets have, have come to them for use of their facilities. I mean, they've hosted uh, the U S women's national hockey team. They they've hosted an NBA combine. They've, they've hosted an NHL prospect combine. So there's a lot of things or prospect showcase, I, I should say. So they have a lot of things going on. They, they do know when it comes to building,
0: well you're sports and
1: infrastructure and facilities I mean Pasco county is is sort of the place to be right now and I wonder I wonder if there's the and, and I know it's so the idea is this training complex would be for rehab and developing yeah. players you wouldn't
0: technically have a minor league team there no. or a stadium there
1: but I wonder if that's the direction it's
0: going I don't I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised yeah. I, again they're saying no no stadium there not yet not yet. I mean, honestly, wouldn't it be if you say that they have a lease in 2028 with poor Charlotte, why would they open their mouth already saying we're also going to build a stadium up there? No, you keep that shut down. You make it seem like the minor league complex. Does this sound familiar? (laughs) Anybody? Does anybody see the parallels of saying? Oh, we'll, we'll we'll make the split city in Tampa, sure. And then you shut up. You yeah. you, you see all of the things that, that Tampa can give you. Oh, you're willing to give us $350 million, $400 million. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look at that. We look under the cushions. There's $600 million. <sighs> we have a lot going on. Yeah.
1: Naming rights. Hello. Yeah. I, I just think that if it gets to a point, I, forget about the split city scenario for now. But Because if, it won't happen. Okay. okay. If you're going to have a facility like this in Pasco County, it only makes sense to have a low A ball club there, too. That you I think here's my prediction, here's my hot take is that when if and when this thing gets built, that the Charleston River Dogs is that what they're doing? The river dogs, the hot rocks, right? Well, that's that's high A. That's bowling. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the Charleston Whatever their team name is. The fact that we don't know probably isn't very good. Somebody's going to be upset at us. How do you not know that Seth Johnson is crushing it with Charleston right now? Shut up. Um, (laughs) But I I don't know what their lease agreement is with that, but I I do know that teams change minor league affiliates all the time. But it would only make sense to me that you bring that low-way ball club back to the Tampa Bay area so you can face clear water so you can face Dunedin so you can face the Tampa Tarpons Tampa Yankees whatever you want to call it so you can face the Bradenton Marauder you have yeah five six minor league teams condensed
0: there well uh I just checked it by the way the low a it is Charleston River Dog. hey there we go that's a trivia. trivia
1: question for you. <laughs> you what is a river dog that's your next
0: question <laughs> that's your next question find the dog that you the river uh actually isn't Raymond uh well he would be a sea dog sea dog different different they're cousins Sea dogs yeah, I, dogs I totally ignore
1: Raymond. I think he's a joke.
0: Oh, oh my, oh my! Are this is a worse thing to say than giving Brendan Lau a ninety-five for the twenty twenty-one season. Regardless, all- <laughs> we're going to sidestep it. No, we can't get into a debate right now. in Raymond, okay, we'll save it for. Please another- agree
1: with this though. Okay, that uh, Raymond doesn't hold a candle uh-huh. to Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot.
0: Look that up after the show. Gritty will throw you for a loop. Are you seriously you're going to throw a mascot? You're going to throw a Philadelphia mascot and you go for the Flyers one and not Philly Fanatic? Gritty That's- is better,
1: significantly
0: better and more entertaining than the Philly Fanatic. We're going to put a, a stop on this conversation, folks. Yes. Um, if you're on YouTube, mm-hmm. drop us a comment. Who do you think uh, you know uh, is the best um, mascot out in there professional we go. sports? Um I would love that. At low 18, yeah. 40 minutes away from the major league team, you get, you know, somebody gets hurt, goes to rehab, you can see that guy rehabbing. Yes. Imagine yeah. seeing yeah. Tyler Glass not rehabbing with 2,000 people.
1: Yeah. That would be awesome. And again, if you're in the Rays front office, executives, coaches, scouts, you'd rather it be, Go okay, right there, I can guy. see they're 25 miles away instead of 95 miles away Yeah, in Charlotte County. And you know what? I think having... I don't know how many fields a training complex/spring training home would be, but it also provides an opportunity to have, I guess, in a way, a centrally more centrally located campground. So you can, if you're trying to evaluate players from throughout the state, you could pull from the north, you could pull from the south, you could pull from the east, you could pull from the west. I mean, it, it a lot. It be I would think a lot easier to
0: scout and workout players from see you know, but that, that's what i'm saying it, it's too perfect right doesn't it sound like best case scenario i don't know yeah, i, I really hope this best scenario best case scenario happens because i think that would be really really beneficial yeah i'm just gonna hold my my hopes to a reasonable standard because i mean honestly this would be awesome as a hillsborough county resident to have 81 games in Ebor, and then i have yes You know, a spring training complex or at least a rehabbing complex, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes away where you can see some some ball. That'd be really cool. Okay, let's we got to get your answer here. No,
1: no wishy-washiness like politicians out there tend to be. Oh, boy. Uh, Will the Rays have a training complex in Pasco within the next decade?
0: All right, let's put it out in the in the universe like the book The Seeker. You gotta put it out there uh-huh. so it becomes true. Yes, yes, they will. Okay. Boom.
1: Will they have a minor league team playing in or around that
0: facility within the next decade? S- wrap it up again, same thing. Put it out in the universe, put it out in the ether. Yes, they will. I agree. Let's I go. think it's gonna happen. Okay. I think it's gonna happen. And cool, cool, cool. Ah
1: <sighs> look, this this team. This team is going to be playing in Nabor City.
0: That's right, baby. You put, put again, put it on the ether. You're watching this in your car. Say it out loud. You're 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 at the office and you can't really say it out loud. Go to the bathroom and then just yell it in the in, in, in the stall. Look, I, and and again, we won't go much longer here. But
1: let me just say this: that I I don't see a lot of articles about uh you know Nashville coming up with stadium concepts. I, I don't see a lot of. Portland. a lot of articles about
0: portland or or charlotte or, or vegas. vegas oh i guess vegas is coming up with the a's by the way we're gonna have a uh, a nice uh guest from the locked on family mm-hmm. next week to talk about some stadium yeah. stuff too and maybe some possible trades yeah and honestly i don't hear a lot of news with
1: montreal knock on wood knock on wood people it is a very little thing so yeah all right, anything else? Anything else on the uh, stadium debate or conversation that we should throw out there in the ether? We'll leave that stuff for next week. Okay, okay. Sounds good. All right, uh, thank you again for making the Locked on Race podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to the Locked on Pets podcast. That is free and available on all platforms as well. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you
0: tomorrow